This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts on the trading desk for Friday, June 19th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. If the overnight volumes of roughly half the norms are any indication, today's session will take on the character of a typical summer Friday, even if it's technically the eve of summer solstice. The data calendar is empty, save the current account release, hold the back page. The trading range for U.S. rates persists, and with 10-year yields at 71 basis points again this morning, the upper and lower parameters of 78.3 and 64.8 basis points respectively will easily contain activity ahead of the weekend. The 40-day moving average for 10-year yields at 69.4 basis points provides some immediate resistance, and the 9-day moving average offers support at 72.9 basis points. The curve is similarly contained with 2's 10's at 52 basis points and the 40-day moving average at 50.8 versus the 9-day moving average at 53.3. A breakout from the narrow ranges is certainly achievable even in a limited conviction session, although the wider trading parameters will hold in the absence of a material rethink of the global economic outlook. While a classic melt-up in risk assets might be welcome, the translation to more decisive price action in the treasury market has been muted. As the adage goes, never short a quiet market. But is that stocks or bonds? Perhaps both given the strength of the range and the listless trading conditions which allow for the technicals to have an outsized influence. Momentum in treasuries indicates lower rates are the path of least resistance, while equities have benefited from a bullish curl in stochastics. In light of the limited potential for a breakout this session, We are on board with the process of consolidation in U.S. rates as they establish a new equilibrium with the arrival of summer. The overnight session included the EU Council meeting's discussion about the Pandemic Recovery Fund, giving investors confidence that Europe will follow through with some type of stimulus effort. Reports that China will increase purchases of U.S. farm goods in keeping with Phase 1 of the trade deal also contributed to the risk-on sentiment, as did the better-than-expected UK retail sales report that revealed a 10% bounce ex-auto fuel in May following April's 15% decline and far outpacing the 4% consensus. Base effects and the challenges of data collection at the moment have complicated the market's interpretation of the recent round of stronger-than-expected data. That said, The theme of outperforming subdued economic projections is evident in the U.S. Surprise Index, which reached an impressive 126.7 level yesterday for the highest on record. This certainly adds credence to one of the more enduring life lessons that the key to happiness is lowering expectations, and it speaks to the solid performance of risk assets. The massive repricing that occurred in the beginning of the pandemic was driven by uncertainty. And given this reality, 
the incoming data has helped put a finer point on just how damaging the lockdowns have been to the real economy. Whether the realized performance of the economy under or overshoots expectations might prove secondary to the simple process of marking the recession's depths and moving forward with the backing of a Fed willing to do whatever it takes to ensure the speediest recovery possible. The FOMC's unprecedented degree of accommodation has also introduced an uncertainty of sorts. On the upside, however, given that the ultimate ramifications of the novel policy initiatives won't be knowable for a considerable period of time. In the interim, investors will be left to observe the price action itself as a gauge of sentiment, a process distorted by the Fed's heavy participation in several key asset classes, treasuries, MBS, munis, CP, and corporates. To be fair, the Fed is following the playbook written during the 2008-2009 crisis in which the objective was to push investors further out the curve in terms of duration and credit risk by providing support in the traditionally less risky assets. To this end, the endpoint of this transition was always going to be equity, even if the Fed doesn't leave footprints the influence is difficult to ignore. Just food for thought on an otherwise slow near summer Friday. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. 
BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.